Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Magic Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Cohen, and as always, I am joined by the general manager and head coach of Magic Gaming, Jonah Edwards. And today we bring on Magic Gaming point guard, Weezy, who helps the Orlando to a 3-1 and record in their first week of regular season gameplay. And, you know, what a week it was. Uh, before I recap all the action, Jonah, you know, you've been coaching in the NBA 2K League since it launched. Uh, can you recall a night like your team had on Friday that was as wild, entertaining, and back and forth like those games against Gen G were? You know, you know, prob- probably not. Um, I don't think I've had a moment like that since since the tip-off tournament in season one. So it's it's been definitely a long time at the least. And yeah, it was uh, it, for anyone that, that maybe didn't see the games, I would I would recommend going to check them out because they were absolutely dog fights that they went down to the wire in, in, in both games. So, uh, you know, we were, we were just happy to end up on top in both those. Well, before I dive deeper into the Gen G games, uh, you guys first played next GC on Wednesday and split those two games uh, in the opener. Uh, Brooklyn came out on top behind strong performances from chalk and shots. Uh, but in the rematch, Orlando took control in the second half and pulled out a five point victory. Uh, Snubby who, you know, Orlando acquired in a trade from Charlotte in the offseason. He had a big game with uh, 25 points. And Reezy, you posted 20 points and 13 assists. Uh, two nights later, as we alluded to before, uh, we witnessed two of the best NBA 2K league games, uh, not just of this season, but in league history, really. Uh, in the first game against Gen G, uh, you, Reezy, delivered the game-winning assist to May, uh, who slammed home a dunk with three-tenths of a second remaining. So lift the magic uh, to a 74-73 victory. Uh, May finished with 28 points and 10 rebounds. And then more drama in game two, as this time it was Future Clutch living up to his nickname as he hit a game-winning baseline jumper with nine-tenths of a second on the clock. Uh, Snubby led Orlando with 21 points, and May had another double-double with 10 points and 16 rebounds. Uh, future clutch who had also made a, a big shot during a game in the tip-off tournament had 13 points uh, so Jonah unpacking the week that was uh, what did you like about your team's performance and what do you think were the keys to you guys getting off to a three and one start yeah you know looking back I, I would say it was it was the ultimate team effort you know we had multiple guys step up in multiple moments um, you know a lot of times over the last few years it's felt a lot like it's it's been on Reed's shoulders to, to make those big plays and, and all on him. And I think that we finally have a group now where, where he can, he can play his game and, and not feel pressure to have to, to make all the plays as, as bad as that sounds. It, I think there's, there's a lot of truth to it. So um, I would say, you know, looking back, it was, it was the ultimate team effort. And, you know, we, we certainly at, at times were sloppy in those games. So there's absolutely still stuff to improve off of. But, you know, I think our defense still shows at times it's very, very good. Our rebounding game is, is really good. Um, you know, May's, May's improvement, I'm sure, was, was you know, one of the highlights of, of that uh, performance against Genji as well. So, you know, we were disappointed to lose our, our season opener against the Nets for sure. But um, I think that, you know, we look back at last week as, as a successful week, but one we can build off of for sure because we were certainly not at our best uh, in either day, I would say. Reezy, do you sense a different vibe, a different energy, a different attitude maybe with this year's team compared to the past two years? Just seems like from a distance watching you guys, you look like you have some elevated confidence and trust in one another. Is that accurate? Is that how you see it as well? Definitely. Um, 
we have a, a lot of trust in each other that, that I haven't really um, experienced in this league before. Obviously, I've, I've, I've played with some great players over the past couple of years, but this team as a unit, um, I feel like all five guys on the court trust each other at all times, um, which is something that we haven't really had in the past. And um, I think it showed in our game against Jinji. We got off to a slow start um, in game two, especially. Um, got down 16, I think, in the third quarter. And uh, we fought our way back and won the game. Um, and, and, you know, we were, when we were down 16, nobody was hanging their head. Um, nobody had, had given up on the team. We all believed in each other and um, trusted each other that, that, that we'd all make the right plays in those clutch moments towards the end of the game. And uh, it, it helped us, um, you know, come back and win the game. And, and that was a huge game for us for sure. Just diving into the newcomers a bit, Jonah, uh, Snubby, not a surprise considering he was terrific last year with Hornets Venom GT. Uh, you know, he's been as advertised uh, and future clutch. Obviously, it's so early in the season, but he's sure looking like a second round steal. Uh, what have you seen specifically from both of them? You know, the 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 blessing of, about Snubby is like he brings a super high IQ without any ego, which is, I think, a rarity in this league. So he's going to come in. He's going to provide a lot of, you know, valuable insight to your team, things that, you know, you may not be doing. Hey, we should try to try to do this type type of guy. And, you know, when he's saying that, he's not even really talking about, hey, give me the ball and I'm going to try it. It's more like, hey, this is something Reed should try or future should try. And that's just how he is as a person, which is a huge asset. But he stepped up huge, uh, mainly on – obviously he had a good day on Friday, but mainly on Wednesday night against the Nets. That game two, he got his team takeover in the fourth quarter. He really went crazy in that game. And, um, you know, if he didn't, I don't know that we would have won that that game too. So, you know, hats off to him. He, he played phenomenally. And, and you're right, he is as advertised. And, you know, future clutch, you know, a lot of what we task him with is stuff you don't even see, you know, on the court. You know, he's a lot of our team's energy. He's very energetic as a, as a kid and – um, you know, obviously he's 19, so he doesn't feel like he's a kid, but it does feel like he's a kid sometimes in the room. Uh, but, you know, he he's super energetic, always talking, and, and certainly is hungry to perform uh, even better than he has been so far. So, you know, that's what I love about him is he's constantly motivated, and it's self-motivation. It's not, you know, something you have to draw out of him at all. So, you know, I think that, that they're both been huge additions, obviously, to the group, and, you know, looking forward to see what they can do, uh, you know, this week coming. Reezy, I know you said during media day that you embrace the underdog label and maybe after reaching the semifinals in the tip off and going three and one in the opening week of the regular season, that the idea that you guys might be an underdog this season is erased. But those who pay attention to the league carefully know, you know, that you guys have a very formidable squad that can make a deep run. But do you have some extra motivation to prove that you guys have what it takes to not just make the playoffs, but make a run at the title as well? Oh yeah. We still definitely have a lot to prove. Um, you know, we, we got some clutch wins a couple of days ago and then that was huge for us. But um, as Jonah said earlier, we still played some sloppy basketball at times. And um, this, this team is too good to um, always be in, in tight games like that. And we haven't really, uh, we haven't really hit our peak yet, hit our form yet, I don't think. Um, we definitely haven't played our best ball. Um, so I think we still have a lot to prove. Uh, and I, I've, I've seen some people saying, you know, that, that we got, you know, lucky, you know, wins, fluke wins. We should be 3-1, and one, this and that. So so we still have plenty of doubters out there. And um, you know, we'll be working hard every day to, uh, to prove them wrong and continue, uh, continue the season going strong. So this is the first year in which the league created two conferences, East and West. And, 
you know, one of the benefits of that is that there's more opportunity for rivalries to develop. And I, I think it's fair to say already that Magic Gaming and 76ers GC is blossoming into a pretty strong rivalry. Uh, Orlando and Philly faced off on two different occasions during the tip-off, first in the group stage uh, when they split their two meetings, and then in the semifinals again when the series went the full three games with the Sixers prevailing. Uh, these two squads, you know, they'll clash again this week. Uh, the action will take place on Wednesday starting at 7 p.m. Uh, Philly, you know, they retooled their roster during the offseason. Uh, one of the key pickups was, was Dre, uh, who they drafted fourth overall after acquiring that pick from Pistons GT in the Radiant deal. And they also landed former league MVP One Wild Walnut and a separate trade from Blazer 5. Uh, the 76ers, they won both of their games against Cavs Legion GC in the opening week. And Dre looks like he's going to be in the running for rookie of the year, maybe even MVP if he keeps up what he's doing. Uh, what have you seen from Philly, Jonah? What are the challenges going up against them? And what did you learn playing against them in the tip-off? Yeah, you know, I, I would say the biggest challenge they create is is their ability to get the switch onto Dre. So they, they have a lot of creative ways to, to force the lockdown off of their point guard. And, and if you try to fight through, a lot of times he will pop you pretty quick. You know, I think we saw it a lot against if, if anyone tuned into the, the quarterfinal, the tip off of them versus the Heat. Uh, Dre had a ton of free points where they're trying to fight through the screen off of what we call two man, where essentially the shooting guard is setting the screen on the point guard or on the lockdown for the point guard. And um, it's really difficult to fight through that screen and, and not give up an open shot, an open window for a shot at least. So uh, that's the biggest challenge they present. Obviously, one wall walnuts, you know, has been playing phenomenally. He's been truly an MVP form. I think he is their best player. Uh, but ultimately, we, you know, the goal is to slow down Dre. But even that, they, they, they currently have the league's top-ranked defense. Um, you know, underrated GOAT is, is pretty solid in, in Walnut again in pick and roll. But, uh, you know, we, we certainly see them as, as a two-headed monster on offense with, with Dre and Walnut. So we know exactly who we have to slow down. It's more about how we slow them down to, to be able to beat them. How much reason do you look forward to these point guard battles? You know, I know the focus is on the team and winning the game, but – uh, do you get any extra motivation going up against some of the other top-tier floor generals in the league? Yeah, it's always fun going up against um, other great point guards, especially Dre. You know, he, he's coming in as a rookie and making you know, tip-off files and, and starting regular season 2-0. So, I mean, that kid is, a, is absolutely fearless, um, and he's been very impressive to watch as a rookie for sure. And, um, you know, I can't wait to, to go up against him next week and, and try to try to get a win to see uh, – Knock us out of the tip off. I mentioned earlier that in the Gen G games, there were two game winners, one from May and one from Future Clutch. Uh, Reezy, as the point guard, when you're surveying the floor in those closing seconds of a close game, how much confidence do you have in your teammates to make a big play, whether it's a pass, a rebound, or a shot like May and Future Clutch had in those, in those pressure-packed situations? Because I know when the pressure mounts, sometimes it can be difficult to gain that composure but it seems like in the early portion of the season, you guys as a whole have managed that really well. Uh, how have you kind of evaluated that in the early portion of the year? Yeah, I mean, I, I trust everybody to, to knock down a big shot. Um, in that game one, when I, when I caught the ball out on the perimeter with like five or six seconds left, I drove into the mid-range. And, um, you know, I knew, I knew the defense w wouldn't just let me go in and, and, and shoot open mid-range once I drove past my defender. So I kind of surveyed the field. I was actually looking for Snubby um, to, to get open for the last shot. 
but uh, it was Robbie's man that actually collapsed onto me and stepped up, and then so I just dumped it down to him. Um, and he obviously sealed the game with a dunk, and then and then the second game, um, I can't speak enough about Robbie's composure uh, to grab the ball um, off a miss, a miss dunk at that with with two seconds left on the clock, and to be able to survey the field. Um, with two seconds left and, and find an open man in a high pressure situation like that, it, it's absolutely incredible. And I don't think it was talked about enough. Um, so just want to kind of give him some props for that because that was, that was a play that, that I think didn't get enough love um, around the league and, and, and something that uh, you can expect to see more of from Robbie this season for sure. Jonah, how would you evaluate your team's defense so far this season? You know, it, it certainly has been good. Um, I think at times we we look a little a little too cookie cutter. I think is what we talk about at practice a lot. So you know, we're still developing some things, but I would say that we're currently we're one of the more effective teams when it comes to rotating and and just generally getting stops. I think of course we want to force more turnovers. You know, we we always have goals. You know, we want to get out on the break a little more, and you know, the defense is a huge part of that. But ultimately, I think you know the biggest strength of our defense, and maybe this is a different category, but is we close possessions. I think that. You you know, we get a lot of big defensive rebounds when we need to. And and I don't think that that was something we got a whole lot of last year, uh, despite, you know, still having the same front court, essentially, uh, you know, for the uh, on the glass. So, um, you know, I, I, I'd say it's been pretty good. But, you know, we're going to keep working on it. I think we can actually truly be the league's very, one, you know, number one ranked top defense this year. So that's the goal right now. And, you know, obviously we're, uh, you know, we're still new on this league build, Josh. It's only been a few weeks we've had it still. So every day we're still learning new things and finding out new, new ways to, to score and also get stopped. So, you know, we're always evolving as well. What are some of those key differences with the league build compared to last year? Is it dramatically different or only subtle differences? I would certainly say there's some some major differences. And part of that would just be the transition from the current gen consoles to the next gen consoles from, from basically PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5. So the game speed is obviously, you know, I would say a little faster, but but not too far away from last year. But, you know, the, the stuff that worked in the paint last year, you saw a lot of post hooks, uh, post fades. Um, you know, those aren't really effective this year. Actually, I don't think post fades are good at all this year, uh, which is probably better for the game because those are not exactly skilled mechanics there. But um, also a, a huge difference is the shooting guard position in general and how it's, a, how it's seen and evaluated across the league is, is now it's a true secondary ball handler that can go get you a bucket any time where this last year, that's certainly not what it was. It was more of a catch and shoot player who kind of just, you know, spotted up deep, deep hash and, and hoping to spread that, the court out a little bit for your defense. So also I would say that the, the biggest change on defense is the effectiveness of the press. So last year you saw a lot of presses forcing a lot of turnovers and leading to a lot of transition baskets. I'd say this year it's much harder to press. And you've seen some teams that were elite at pressing last year. You know, the Raptors, for example, really struggle to get stops uh, because they aren't able to, you know, get 12 turnovers a game off the press. So they're, they're not able to, you know, get as many stops in general. But I would say those are the, the biggest changes. Just going around the league a bit, uh, the Sixers and Hornets were the only two undefeated teams from week one, although each only played two games. Uh, the Raptors, like you just mentioned, Jonah, they've gotten off to a, a rough start. Uh, they dropped both of their games. And remember, they went 16-0 and in the regular season and won both the tip-off and turn tournaments last season before losing to eventual champion Wizards district gaming in the playoffs. Uh, Jonah, any team surprising you either way so far this season, either on a good level or maybe not so much depending on what your expectations were of them 
Yeah, I'll, I'll give one of each. I would say that Charlotte has been impressive so far. Obviously, they didn't look great in the tip-off tournament. They, they had a good 2-0 against Boston, but looked looked very vulnerable against, against the Wizards. Uh, you know, that might be a, kind of a personnel matchup there that makes it difficult, but they, they looked great so far. And, you know, I think that our division in general looks pretty good. I would say that, you know, Memphis has been surprising. Um, obviously, Miami and Atlanta have been a little disappointing since their tip-off start. But uh, Genji is also very good. I know we 2 0 them this week, but they're very talented. They're going to get better as the season goes on. But uh, the biggest surprise on the other end, I would say, is Toronto, I, I think for sure. I know you alluded to that. But not only are they 0-2 right now, they went 0-4 tip-off. So 0-6 um, start is not where you want to be after starting 16-0. and And that kind of thing can – can linger in a locker room. So I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how they, you know, attempt to turn this thing around. Reezy, any players impressing you so far around the league? Um, just in terms of maybe where they were a year ago, or if they're rookies, maybe not what you quite expected, but anybody really jumping off the screen at you based on what you've seen so far? Uh, yeah, for sure. Obviously, um, Dre had an incredible tip off to come in as a rookie and make it to, uh, to the finals. Um, and even perform pretty well in the finals uh, is very impressive for a rookie. And also, um, six thirty from the Pacers, uh, he actually had an incredible tip off, um, and unfortunately didn't make it out of groups. Um, and then yesterday or, or a couple of days ago, uh, he came out with the Pacers and, and they swept the Knicks, and he had another um, good performance. So, so those two guys, um, I'm looking for them to battle it out for rookie of the year this year. Uh, they're the two favorites in my opinion. Um, so definitely I'm super impressed with Dre and 630 so far. For a quick look ahead, like I mentioned earlier, the Magic and Sixers will square off on Wednesday night. And then on Thursday, June 10th, so the following week, uh, the Magic will go head-to-head against Pacers Gaming. Uh, that action starts at 7 p.m. And then on Saturday, June 12th, beginning at 9 p.m., uh, the Sunshine, Sunshine State rivalry resumes as Orlando will take on Heat Check Gaming. So definitely stay tuned for all that action. And once again, I really appreciate Jonah and Reezy for taking the time and sharing their insight about everything going on with Magic Gaming and the NBA 2K League. Uh, once again, continue to stay up with all the action and all the info that is available on either the Magic Gaming's website or all the social media channels. We really appreciate your interest and continue paying attention to Magic Gaming and the rest of the NBA 2K League. It's going to be an amazing season, already off to an amazing start, and I think we'll see even more exciting action in the weeks and, uh, I guess, months ahead. So, once again, we really appreciate it, and we'll see you soon.